0: Hello, everyone, welcome to a fresh new episode of She Blooms Podcast. My name is Rhoda Agonigo, and I am your host. I am excited to have you on the first official episode um, in this new season, in this new title. Um, The last episode was more of an introductory podcast. And you know, honestly, when I started recording this morning, I wasn't sure (laughs) what I was going to say Um, so for the podcast uh, we have um, we have interviewed guests you know we have amazing women and amazing people who you know I'm going to have on the podcast speaking about amazing things Um, but I knew that for the first main episode um, in I needed to Um, it needed to be me, about me. Um, What I mean about me, you know, just the same way I have guests coming to speak about themselves um, and just their blooming journey and just what the season has been and just really live journaling. I knew that, you know, I needed to put in the first journal. (laughs) Um, But for the longest time, I struggled with um, what I was going to say um, and which is why, you know, it it is somewhat stalled to... You know, have the next episode out, but I promise it's not going to happen again because I have all the other episodes recorded. Um, but I really struggled with what I was going to say because I just wasn't sure. Um, I mean, I knew the title, I knew the direction, but um, how I was going to, you know, share this part of my life or just come and journal and you know share it publicly, I just wasn't sure. Um, you know, because oh gosh it was a lot so the title of today's podcast is the year i died and um it's it's a very interesting title but when i think about it um it was truly the year i died um you know I, i woke up this morning and i was just um having my devotion and just fellowshipping and worshipping and journaling and you know the Holy Spirit started to highlight my heart and just you know I like certain things in my heart and you know in that moment I just really started to um, tear up and just um, you know lean on God and I I, I wasn't sure that you know this was what I wanted the first episode to be Um, but again She Blooms podcast is it's really a life Journal podcast, you know, it's 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 a live journal. It's a live journal podcast, you know, where I I come here to share about my life and the lives of others, of course, you know, um, because I've learned that in people's stories, in people's journey, um, in people's seemingly in in people's seeming darkness, you know, sometimes we see light, we find light, we find inspiration, we find strength, we find hope um and that's really one of the um the the um, objectives of the podcast you know so um the year I died um last year was a very difficult one for me um it was a very difficult one it was it's definitely the toughest year I've ever lived um and I did not envisage it you know I did not think or see that last year would turn out in the way that it did. Um, It was a great year at the same time, you know, I'm trying to be careful not to colour it bad because last year was, you know, when I think about it, it was literally the biggest year. in terms of my career influence even in terms of the business it was the biggest year for us but it was also the toughest year for us um so in the real sense of it like last year was i mean in my year of years it was one of the best years but it was also um one of the toughest years of my life Um, and i realized that you know um as people we have certain fragments of our lives that sort of are the foundation of our lives and when those fragments or when those sessions in our lives um, are difficult, it, it literally just colours the entirety of our life, you know. And it's for some people it's family, I mean generally family, you know, it, it, when family life is tough or you know a loved one is is sick or something it just colors the rest of the other parts of your life so even when work is going well because there's just such pain in your heart um, it, it just literally colors the entirety of your life and i think that that was what last year was for me
1: I mean, I got into
0: the year enthusiastic, like twenty twenty two. You know, this is the year. You know, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to gauge my level of vulnerability. Like, how much do I want to share? But again, this is this is a life journey podcast, and I'm just going to be as transparent and as vulnerable as possible. You know, I'm going to do this. This is how work is going to go. I mean, i have been with this person, so we're gonna get married. It was it was it was a year that was filled with so much it was pregnant (laughs) 2022 was very pregnant and you know it it started out well um i I remember that it was it wasn't so bad you know the first two months of the year and then march was a bit difficult um because i remember in march you know we're going through a difficult time at work and even in my personal life. Um but also March was a month that you know we just we broke through. Um I remember that you know at work I was going through a bit of difficulty. So um for people who are not aware, I am a fashion business consultant and a fashion founder. Um, I run two companies or I run an institution that has a, comp- a couple of subsidiaries under it. Um, you know, so it's, it's an institution that is invest invested in the development of the creative industry in Africa um, with a focus on fashion and the arts. So um, a part of our work is, you know, a fashion network, which is the digital community where we connect emerging um, entrepreneurs and, you know, talents and professionals and students to resources, mentorship, funding for fashion business, businesses, capacity development, business resources, you know, and the second subsidiary that we have is called Loud Media, which is a creative and digital agency where we help brands tell their stories, you know, through content development strategy and, um, you know, enhancing and leveraging digital footprints. So I'm I'm giving, I'm, I'm, you know, sharing about my work (laughs) so that, you know, just to give context that I'm an entrepreneur and I work with people, I, I have a team, I have staff so in march you know i remember that i said at the morning we had just this huge challenge with work you know um we needed to expand um get more equipment and things like that and i was just exhausted and i remember that i, I don't know if i'd listened to a sermon and i went to sleep or it was a scripture I read but I woke up the next morning and there was a scripture in my heart and it was a scripture that says you know who down thou mounted before Zerubbabel you know you shall be made plain and I woke up that morning and I heard that scripture in the voice of one of my teachers um you know I woke up that morning and I started to I took my Bible and I started to decree and I just started to pray. And I'm sharing this because it's a lesson there. <laughs> you know, the day before I was sad, I was, I think I cried, I was just exhausted, I just slept. And the next morning I heard that scripture. And when I heard that scripture, I knew that God was saying to me that, you know, this is not a time for you to be, you know, crying or be weak. And I'm not usually that kind of person you know i'm usually a tough person um the holy spirit like it's not the time i just i mean if that's the scripture i'm getting it means that you know this is warfare so i got up i took that scripture the next day i started to pray with it i started to decree and you know i just started to pray and i kid you not immediately things shifted like things shifted, I am not joking, that same day, you know, the equipment we needed, I got a call from somebody, and she was like, oh, like, she has, you know, a spare that she hasn't been using, da-da-da-da-da, and, you know, she we got the equipment we needed, it felt like somebody opened the door, the gate of, of, of clients <laughs> to, you know, our business, the, the digital and creative agency, we just started to have, like, a lot of inquiries, I expanded my team, like, everything just changed, like, the next three months, we're one of the busiest months that we ever had you know in the business and you know that's that's the 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 first point of the 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 story that I wanted to just share first of all like sometimes we go through things and you know we feel bad for ourselves we feel sad we feel like you know life is just happening to us we're putting in a lot of effort and you know life is just happening and sometimes you know we're the ones allowing it sometimes with ones just allowing things to happen there are times in life where you know you need to stand up and stand on the authority of scriptures and decree you know what God has given to you and step into your inheritance you know and that was one of those times for me and you know immediately there was a shift and of course there are also times where you know you Do everything, you pray, you literally do everything that you can and nothing is working. And I I strongly believe that in those situations, you know, it's it's you know, you need the mercy of God, you need the hand of God to literally come and shift you into things, or it's a season that you are supposed to go through, a season that you're supposed to just um go through and learn you know from and deal with and you know because again you know we all want soft life we want things to be easy for us we want the journey to be smooth we want everything to be you know just easy peasy but sometimes it's not like that you know it's in the refiners fire it's in the fire that we get tougher we get better we get smarter you know and i think that i'm going to come to that as i just share my story of the year that i died (laughs) of how you know my 2022 went and that was a match, you know, immediately there was a shift. And even in my personal life, I remember much like, um, you know, I was there was there was, I was having issues with, you know, with a person and all of that. And I think all through that month, and I think um, everything shifted basically. And there was peace and it was good and it was going. And I remember that in June, you know, which is my birth month, my birthday. I was so excited. Um, in fact, I think a month before June or in April, I wasn't sure. I'd gotten my organization had gotten scouted for an international, um, um, an international um, program, an international award. Where, you know. It's like an incubator and you get funded and all of that. And, you know, in the first month or the first day of June, my birth month, I got a mail that, you know, we had passed the first stage and we made it to the next stage. And, you know, I was like, yes, this is it. This is my birth month. Like, woo, everything has been going well from March, you know, March, April, May, now we're in June. Like, this is my year, like, whoa. <laughs> oh my goodness like work was going well, you know, I mean, we've been doing well, we're doing our numbers, our numbers were looking good, I was making projections, we're gonna move to the physical space, Um, I had more people, you know, everything was sort of, it it was, of course, when customers increase and all of that, it becomes, the, the the pressure is more, but it, in a way it was, it was a good thing, you know, it was a good thing. I got into June, you know, I got the smell, you've you gone to the next level, um, you passed the first stage. I was like, yes, like, I love it, this is it, you know, and I decided to draw close to my birthday, I remember that the words, one of the the major words that God gave me for this new year as I started to I I, I turned twenty four last year in June, um, which is my twenty fifty cycle. Um, one of the word the word that God gave me was, you know, resilience. And I was so excited, like, yes, out for resilience, like out for Rhoda, I out for resilience, like I'm badass like that, you know? Like, come on now, who was coming against me, like You know, I'm resilient. And every time we we think of resilient, like, I don't know about other people, but in the past, when I think of resilient, I'm like, it's like, it's a great word. Like, it's it's good, it's strong, it's, you know, it's powerful. Little did I know (laughs) what was coming for me in that year. Oh my goodness. Oh God, I'm crying and laughing. So of course I was excited. I always go for retreats, you know, um, closer to my birthday, and even outside of my birthday, I always, um, I always go on quarterly retreats. You know, it's, it's part of my lifestyle. Um, so I'd gone on a retreat, you know. I'd gotten all of this word, you know. Of course, I'm as a woman of God. I have like prophetic friends around me. Of course, I'm as a child of God. You know, you had you you are sort of prophetic because you can hear the voice of God. God speaks to you. So of course, God was speaking to me, giving me words, giving me images about my life. I mean, I had my partner with me. Life was good, you know. Um, I mean, peop- I, I mean, it was it was good. It was good. And um, that month, June, was actually the beginning of such a difficult journey, you know. And I remember that in June, my staff, it's where we work actually, um, my staff started to make mistake, my team started to make mistake With you know some of our work, and I remember they made this huge mistake on one of our biggest accounts um, that we managed, and it was already a very sensitive account. You know, it was an account that we were still trying to navigate to find alignment between us and our client, and ensure that you know they were getting the best and what they wanted, and that synergy. And also because on my end, as I found that it was a new level for us, like I said, we're moved into a new level. Um, in March, where you know um, we had more clients, it just felt like you know the angels announced our services and our names, and we're just having constant referrals. So even managing that process was you know we're still navigating it, and you know one of my top staff, my top top team members, you know goes on and makes this big mistake on this um big ac- account um client page and like i said it was already a sensitive account um so there was no mercy for us <laughs> and this account was about to give us another account <laughs> and you know they were not having it it was i remember i just woke up in the morning early in the morning i got a call and i'm like what's going on and i checked and i was just like oh my god we're so sorry, da, 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 da you know, they didn't want to hear it and, you know, they closed their account with us. And obviously, of course, that also meant that the new account that we're supposed to get was also being closed. And this was our, you know, highest paying client. Um, it was devastating. You know, this was not how I, I, I thought that, you know, my new year was going to start. Um, and that was the first thing, and you know, it felt like it just felt like everything started to just go downhill from there. That was the first client that we lost, and then you know, in the next month, there was just so much going on. There was so much going on, you know, and I, I, there was just so much going on. You know, we lost another client, work just started to go downhill. And you know, my team members or the people that were working with me at that time that made these mistakes. I remember that you know, when all of you know, they made these mistakes, i said that you know what, I, I feel like there's just so much going on, and you know, right now we're losing clients. Um, I'm I'm obviously not going to be able to retain the staff strength that I was I'm able to. Um, if I do that, it's going to come at the cost for the company and all of that and you know, they were making mistakes it felt like they had to know in the in work and you know they're like i remember we had a meeting and i was just like you know what i think we should take a pause and you know come back let's shut down this division and you know see how we can restructure and ensure that we're giving clients the best because again on our thing reputation is important in business um but you know i would gotten affirmations you know we can do this that all of that i'm like okay you know what let's let's try to navigate this Well, people being people. (laughs) Like in two weeks, I just started to get resignation letters. And two weeks into like a new month meaning that i had to pay salary because i'm not a wicked person i could have been wicked and you know done oh you're not going to get paid if you want to go go but it was just really unnecessary i felt i was really hurt because again i am a people's i I don't know if i'll call myself a people's person but because my organization is very impact driven you know um we didn't start for profit in that sense, you know, that's the entire body. It's very impact driven, so it has a lot of heart in it. You know, it has a lot of my heart in it. Um, So even with my team, it has a lot of my heart in it. Um, So, I was really hurt by like, you know, everything that was happening I remember there was somebody on my team that left, in fact before she left I found out that she was working with a company that was literally doing the same thing as we were and I wasn't aware about it, I mean she was interning with us at that time. And I remember that we had a conversation about it. And she was like, oh, well, she was going to stay with us only for, only for her to leave. And it was just a loss. And I, I me, mean, as a small business owner that has all of our hearts in what she's doing, and this is my passion. This is my. It was a loss to deal with you know dealing with losing staff, losing money losing clients you know trying to manage all of this um and then I remember I don't I don't want to be petty but let me just leave that you know it's losing staff you know start vandalizing company property um property that you know I remember (laughs) again I don't want to be petty but I remember when you know we made those um um, when we made those um company shirts it was literally all I had you know it was all I had and you know seeing that being vandalized it was a loss I was really heartbroken I felt really disrespected you know also because some of these people were not just people that had hired randomly so there were people that were you know that had come from communities around me you know like my church spiritual community and all of that um there was just a loss there was a loss that went on around work in that time and also at that time um so, like I said, we had subsidiary. We have subsidiaries under the company. So um, the, uh, a, the other subsidiary, which is not necessarily a for-profit, for-profit, are taking a huge leap, you know, to um, impact uh, impact what we're taking a huge leap to do an impact work that was not uh, that was not being externally funded. It was being internally funded, meaning that we needed our business to be running to actually fund this project, and we had started this project. So here, yeah, I was losing clients, losing money, losing staff. And then we had this huge project that we had committed to that's supposed to be internally funded. Hey, God. I was just like, hey, God. God, I beg. God, I beg. God, I beg. <laughs> when you said resilience, this is, not, this is not what I thought. This was in July. I'm like, hey, God. Hey, God. Hey, God. Hey God. Was it July or August? (laughs) Oh my goodness! I'm laughing now. At that time, I was my head was constantly hot. Like, I mean, I was like, I'm just 24. What kind of problem is this? Who asked me to be visionary? Who asked me to be this? Who asked me to be that? Should I just go and get a job? I'm really smart. You know, before I left my 95, like there was so many. Even after I left, I, there's always yeah, people always trying to scout me to work for them and all of that. Maybe I should just go and get a job. It, it was, oh my goodness. It was a lot. Now I'm saying it, and you know my tone is like this, but just imagine in that moment, um, a young entrepreneur—you have your heart in your business. You've built this. I, I started my—I started um, my company when I was—I was in uni. I think I was 18 or 19. So I mean, for me, it's always been passion-driven. I mean, I said we started as an initiative when I was 18, 19. We started running as a company just—I um, think in 2020 um you know i think maybe i was 21 or 22 so i wasn't sure i'm not sure but you know I, I mean i'm still young in business and all of this is happening it's just we just had a big break you know it was a lot it was really heartbreaking it was really disappointing and it wasn't just the loss of you know it's different it wasn't just the loss of the clients and the money and the staff it was also this huge project that we had committed to you know we we're already like maybe 80 percent into it and the funding the internal funding that was going to go into was supposed to come at the end it wasn't like if we had funded from the beginning, that's even different. But it was something that we had committed to, and we're supposed to, you know, um, um, channel in the money at the end of the project. So it was a lot of pressure. It was a lot of financial pressure. You know, it was, it was, it was, you know, it was it was a lot of financial pressure. It was a lot of financial pressure. And as I think about that time, you know, and, you know, rounding everything together, almost seven figures, it was a lot of financial pressure. And that was the first, testing my resilience and that was the first death that I had to die you know um, in business it was like I, I had to deal with um, this huge thing and guess what we didn't come back from it immediately it wasn't this I'm not gonna lie like it, it was hard because at this point I didn't even have stuff anymore I didn't I just I was just like God what's happening here I just had like maybe like I just had maybe two two of my team members left, my personal assistant and just a couple of people, you know. And I think we just took a month break. I think the entirety of the month of August, I just shut down that part of the company, like operations in that part of the company, I completely shut it down, and I started to look at other parts of the company. And that was that was another thing that that, that experience did for me, actually. And, you know, it was the other parts of the company that actually generated us, gave us revenue and, you know, for the rest of the year and all of that. So that was was a good thing. And for that part of the company, it made me go back. So I had to go back. And, you know, that entire experience made me fix our structure, made me fix our um company policy when it comes to staff onboarding like i i sat down i I had to sit down and you know i created new things and now when i think of how we're operating now i'm so glad it was really difficult it was a very heavy price to pay but i'm so glad that we went through that because at that time was when we were dealing with all of that was literally when we were spreading into the african market and when i think about where we are now and you know what we're doing now um, I'm glad I went through that because it has helped set the standard for, you know, the new team that we're working with and just, and I look at the results, I was thinking about it yesterday, oh my god, my team, they're doing so great, you know, and all of that, so that was a death that the business needed to die, need that, that death needed to happen to awaken me to the gaps and the loopholes loop and all of that, I mean, again, maybe I didn't have to pay such a heavy price, but I did. Unfortunately and that happened um you know it was it was, it was difficult and that, was, that was that was the first day and then you know in August I mean I'm recovering I'm just trying to take a break and then in August I start to go through the most difficult season in my entire life in my personal life emotionally um like I said you know when I got into 2022, I was with, I had, I was with somebody, we'd been together for a while and, you know, 2022 was the year that we had planned to settle down and, you know, just, um, you know, yeah, settle down and start a family and, you know, whatnot and I, I, I think in July we had, you know, um, we had, um, we had sat together, we had, you know, had, of course, as a woman, you cannot be the one to initiate that conversation, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, he had called me, we had sat together, you know. I think it's time we start this thing and all of that. And we started it. We had a plan, you know, created an Excel sheet, highlighted everything, we started to pray. And in August, you know, we started to see amazing results the things that we had written down. Everything just started to happen so fast, you know, in terms of the results, the things that we needed to make this um these plans that we, we had written happen, you know, said to happen really fast, like testimonies, miracles, like so fast. Um and it was good and you know, we're moving forward until um we had this huge stumbling block. And the next months that followed, guys, were the most difficult months of my life. I was literally fighting for you know, for my life, for my partner, for everything. I mean, we had when we when we we, we had come together from the beginning, we had come together, um, on the faith work, believing God concerning something, um, about us. Um, again I'm trying to be vulnerable and transparent but still managing your private details. Um, you know, and I mean, I think that throughout the period that we were together, we had managed, you know, that fit work was there. Um, But as we drew close to getting married, this fit work became a stumbling block. Because when you are getting married, you're involving other people, and the other people were just not in ease with us. Like, you're like, we're not following people to do those ones, and you know, these were people that we needed to Um, make the marriage and the family work and it became difficult you know and we were struggling we started to struggle and I remember then it was a lot of prayer a lot of believing a lot of going here going there you know seeing this person seeing that person I remember going to the hospital so many times last year I lost count of the amount of times that I, I got tested last year. I know, don't worry, it's not a terminal, you know, so anything funny. You know, I, I, at some point I, I'd i go to the hospital, i will be so weak, like my arm would be so weak because in fact I, I, I still have, I think I still have a scar on my hand because of the constant, like constant blood being drawn from my veins. It was so hard, it was so hard. And what made it so hard was that this whole block, you know, also, you know, just also alighted the gap that existed between me and this person because it then became oh, you know, I'm fighting my fight, he's fighting his fight and we're not fighting a fight it was, it was a loss It was a loss it was a lot to deal with guys it was a lot to deal with you know and i don't wish it on anybody every time i I look back i I think of last year and the last two years of my life how much i poured of myself into like this person this thing i'm just like whoa that was a loss and that's because that's the kind of person i am i'm very committed invested i mean I've, i've thrown the last five six years of my life into building loud, whether I was getting it right or not, you know, whether it was good or not, I, that's who I am, I will stay on it until, you know, it's done, you know, and that's, that's the same energy I'd thrown into this, and of course I'm mean, a Christian, I'd, you know, I'd, I'd had my conviction straight, you know, so i threw my heart into it, thrown my heart to God, completely dependent on God, you know, be, I was so invested in this journey. I was so invested in this journey and, you know, it was a lot. We're we're going going through a loss, we're going through a loss. And in this season of my life, you know, while I was doing all of this, you know, on my spiritual journey, God was taking me on a journey to God was taking me on a journey i remember that a program i started um you know a a, 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 a private program that i was on had started and we had gone for this retreat and at that retreat and this is where i got the title of this podcast at that retreat you know it was so powerful the presence of god was so strong and you know um the the um, leader was speaking to us about you know, um, Isaac and Ishmael, about Isaac actually, about Abraham giving his Isaac, and it was such a moment of sacrifice and conviction and all of that, and mind you, before now, when it comes to my work with God, ministry, and all of that, um, it's been very personal. You know, I mean, I grew up in a Christian home, you know, of course I've had my time of being hot and being cold, but as I thought four, five years ago, You know, God had drawn me closer and had, you know, intentionally chosen to be hot, permanently hot. And in all of that experience, it was very personal for me. It wasn't a church, it wasn't external. It was very, it was God. It wasn't like, oh, maybe I went to church and I was, conv- No, know, it was God. It was a me and God thing. And, you know, even as God started to build me up, you know, alighted my teachers to me, planted me in a new church. It was a me and God journey. You know, God built me up. God called me. You know, when I got, when, you know, God laid ministry, impressions of ministry in my heart, it was a me and God thing. And, of course, I uh, um, he used a man to also, you know, just confirm that and establish that, um, you know. But my work with God, my ministry work, you know, it's been a me and God journey when God laid in my heart to start a ministry, um, you know, I mean, I'd once done this intercessory ministry thing with my friends, would travel, would pray, you know, would set up prayer altars. It was a me and God thing, you know, and then God led in my heart to start to work with women, you know, started at her building place. It was a me and God thing. And, you know, in, I, I'm one of those people that, and maybe from being a firstborn, <laughs> I'm very in, individualistic you know I'm very a myself kind of person I'm very a you know I'm I, I mean I'm, I'm just on my path I'm very focused on me on this journey I'm on like that's that's where I've always been and it's so good but it, it can also be so bad <laughs> so I mean I've been on this journey it's been a me and God journey It's been a me and God journey, and that was just how I've always lived my life. Of course, and I mean I was connected to my local assembly, you know, invest, very connected, serving and all of that. But I was still very much myself. So I remember that we went on this retreat and you know, we talking about Isaac and sacrifice. And I'm, I was, in that moment, you know, um, I was just, you know, it was such a powerful moment. The presence was so strong and it was like, you know, what are you sacrificing? And I remember just asking God, like, what, what, what do I have to sacrifice? Like, I've, I've given you everything, you know? I mean, at that point and at this point in my life, God had taken me on a journey, and he's still taking me on a journey where, you know, I've lost taste for everything, everything that I have belonged to God. And you know, this is the mindset I've lived my life with for the past two, three, four, five years. You know, uh, my money, my time, you know, my life, and that's how I've been living. So you know, in that moment, I was just like, what, God, what do you want from me? You know, in this moment of sacrifice, where you're demanding a sacrifice, like, what do you want from me? I, I, I mean, you have everything. And you know, God said to me that, you know, I want you to lay down your life and take up that of another. And I'm like, I don't even know if I'm supposed to be sharing this, um, but I mean, I felt impressed in my heart to share this too. I want you to lay down your life and take up the life of another. And I'm like, how, what? Like, it's not really making sense. You know, like, God, what's that, you know? Um, but then I remembered that, you know, a couple of weeks before then I was in service and God had laid an instruction in my heart, um, to serve a person and, you know, God had laid the instruction in the person's heart too. And, you know, there was just that immediate moment of alignment. And I knew that in that instant, you know, God was saying to me that whatever it is that I've taught of myself whatever images or ideas or pictures or journey or pathway that I, I, I've caught of myself, whatever journey I've been on, um, whatever pathway I've been on, you know, he needed me to lay all of that down. You know, whatever image that I have of myself. I remember, like I said, I'm a very individualistic, individualistic person. You know, I am myself. I, I, I mean, I am myself. <laughs> I am myself. And I knew that God was asking me to lay all of that down and literally become a nobody and you know now it might not make it might just sound random or not make any sense but in that moment it was it was a huge moment of sacrifice and i remember that i was just crying i was just crying i was just crying and i remember you know on sunday um something happened in church somebody had come to meet me and you know they didn't know my name but they were like oh you are this person's disability and in my mind, I'm just like, oh God, <laughs> this was the sacrifice that I had to pay, you know, because, you know, in that moment, I literally laid down myself, laid down, you know, my life, my identity to take up the identity of being, you know, another person, um, another person's, um, another person's, um, um, of being another person, I'm trying to think of, of the words you use. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of the words I can't use, ins- but of, of serving another person and losing, like, whatever individuality, whatever, you know, identity, whatever, you know, um, image um, that I've built of myself, standing alone, being my person, you know, to be somebody else's person. And I know that sounds very vague. And for the people that are not really... Um, Christians, you know this my this all parts my sound, you know. But um, it was a huge moment of sacrifice. It was a huge moment of sacrifice, um, and I feel like 2022 was that year for me where I got took a lot of things for me. I died in so many ways, you know. And I mean, all of these things, you know, with work, with my with um, this relationship journey I was on um, which ended you know last year because we just couldn't the storm was just the the stormy block was just a loss and you know in that moment standing in that moment and you know saying that you're dealing with all of that and you know you're just we are both not just strong enough to deal with it. um it was a loss it was a loss and it felt like a lot was taken from me and it's not really even about what was taken it's about the identity that was attached to what was taken. It's about the image that was attached to what was taken. It's about the perspective that was attached to what was taken. You know, I've always been, like I said, I've, like I said, I've always been that day, me and God person. Even before I became spiritual, I was, I've always been one of those people that, you know, they know what they are doing with their life. When I was in university, I was already, you know, working in fashion. I would leave school, travel to Lagos, you know, intern, work. Like from day one, like I've always been that kind of person. Before I started to work in fashion, I was in media, you know, I was working on the radio. Like I've always been that person. who who is always busy, who is going somewhere, you know, they know what they are doing, their part is clear, and even as an adult, you know, I knew, okay, this is the business I'm building, this is who I am with, this is what I've become, this is who God has called me to be in ministry, you know, this is the things he has placed in my hand, this is the person I've been attached to. And in 2022, it felt like everything was taking off. Everything, everything. You know, my business came to a point where it was just there. You know, of course, the institution, the impact side one, was, it was funny enough, that part blew up. Like, we blew up. God literally announced us to the entire continent. It blew up. But that, was, that one is more impact-based, you know, and that now functions as, a, um, like as an NGO. Um, but the business, the business, the business, you know, was struggling. So the image, the identity that I've attached to being a businesswoman, you know, being a, a money woman, having my money, having fina, being like financially independent, all of that was taken away. And yeah, I didn't even have anybody to depend on because I, I, I can't depend on my parents, you know. So I was like, my business was not doing well. I didn't have anybody. I was literally, I just had God. I just had God. Because even my partner, we were not even new. like. I mean, after I decided to deal with issues, it wasn't like I. I didn't have anybody, and I remember that was one thing that I kept on saying when I came into this year. I would say over and over, God, I don't have anybody. I literally have only. You, you know, that was taken away. So whatever identity, whatever image, whatever perspective, whatever clear vision I had about that, it was gone. Same thing with my personal life, my relationship, my marriage. The vision I had, the images I had with this person, the where we were going to, what I had seen, what he had seen, everything gone. Gosh, <laughs> with ministry, you know, I was—I I knew the call of God upon my life. I knew the things that He had called me to do in the long time, in the short time. You know, I was my own person. I had my voice. In fact, that was, thank you, Holy Spirit. That was the exact thing that God said to me. He was like, "I want you to drop, lay down your voice." and take up the voice of another. That was the instruction, you know, in that retreat. And I'm like, I mean, my voice, my voice is my, I mean, my voice, my voice person. You know, I mean, I have my voice, you know, I am this person, I'm, I'm that, I'm, oh my goodness, you know. And God asked me to lay that down. So I think at the end of, when, I, I mean, when 2020 was ending, I was, I was dead, I was dead. The water that existed didn't exist anymore. I was completely broken and i mean there's the bad kind of brokenness but there's a good kind of brokenness that comes from god when god breaks a person i was completely broken and it felt like god broke me on all layers i was humbled by life I, i didn't have anything i didn't have anything i didn't have anything i was completely humbled by life humbled by god and in that moment i was I understood when, you know, um, when Apostle Paul said that I die daily and, you know, I die daily is, again, like I said, it's not about the things that I die, it's about the, it, <laughs> you, your pride must die because what, you don't have anything to be proud about. You don't have anything to be proud about. <laughs> Gosh, my heart, God deals with my heart. I had to forgive people. I had to forgive people. I had to love. I had to, like God dealt with my heart. God dealt with me. And he's still dealing with me. I died, I literally died. Like all my arrogance, my pride, you know, I know what I'm doing, I, mean, I like my vision, everything. And I realized that God wasn't trying to break me, to destroy me. He was trying to break me, to remove me. You know, in hindsight now, it's been, I think, over six months since that retreat when God asked me to lay down my voice. I look back and I'm like, what voice did you even have? You didn't even really your voice gone, the voice not really, really be clear like that. Because that voice was not even really, really pure. You know, that voice needed refinement. That's, oh, I'm a voice in my generation. That voice needed refinement. That voice couldn't have been the voice. It couldn't have been the voice in your generation. It couldn't have been the voice that, you know, God needed or God needed me to be in my generation. So I needed to actually lay down that voice to take up the voice of another, which is a better, more refined voice. It's just that when you're taking up the voice of another, there's no glory there for you. There's no glory there. There's no fame there. Nobody sees you. There's no honor there. In fact, you're dishonored because you're serving another. And you know all the everything goes to that other person. And you know it's 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 a place where God has schooled me to literally die to myself you know even when it comes to ministry you know even the work that I, that god has given me the grace to do with women with a blooming place you know i mean this the past year has been amazing for us god has been so faithful there's been so many testimonies so many life-changing but like i'm so like when god has humbled you so much to a point that you look at these things and you realize that it's just god because i couldn't even help myself i couldn't save myself i couldn't save my business i couldn't save my relationship i couldn't save my broken engagement i couldn't save anything how much more, you know, save a person? It's God. It's God. You know, 2022 was a year where I died. You know, everything was taken. I was stripped bare. And you know, in hindsight, I look back and I'm like, I'm grateful for all of that. It's hard. I don't really wish that on anybody. (laughs) I wish the results, but the journey, I don't really wish it on anybody because I mean, I'm not even talking about the other parts of it where, you know, dealing with people, um, you know, dealing with public perspective, public image, public glass, you know, um, fake care, all of these things. But it's not, that's not the important part, you know it's 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 not it's not the easiest it wasn't the easiest part to work on and that's why it took me the longest time to put this episode together um, but I look back and I'm like I really bloomed I bloomed my name is Rhoda, Rhoda means a garden of rose a bush of roses. you know roses are one of the most beautiful flowers ever you know um, everybody every woman or most women want roses um, you know Depending on the the range and the variety, roses can be expensive. You know, I mean, they're different varieties and really beautiful and you know loving and whatnot. But you know how roses are grown. You know, it's 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 you know in ton bushes, the tons around it. They, I cannot imagine what it takes a rose to bloom with all of those like turns around it. And you know, there's a significance to our names. You know, there's a significance to our names. Significance to our names. And this past one year of dying, of dealing with all of this loss, all of this pain, all of this losing clarity, you know, I look back and I'm so thankful to God for giving me strength. And that's one thing I heard a lot of people say, my God, you're so strong because through it throughout it all, you know, I kept on showing up. I was, you know, doing what I had to do. Of course, a lot of crying, a lot of pain, but God gave me strength to show up. God took care of me. You know, the past one year has literally been one of the best years. When I think of how God has expanded my work, expanded my influence, you know, in as much as I lost money, so the last the past 2022 was the year I made the more, most money, <laughs> even though I lost money. <laughs> like I made the most money I've ever made. Like it was hard, but you know, God was there. You know, in in hindsight, I look at, you know, the relationship, the everything, you know, it was a hard one to deal with, but I look, I look back and I see that God was actually looking out for me in certain ways and in certain things because a person is good, but it doesn't mean that they're the, the, the good one for you because I look back, I see so many ways that I was shrinking myself, I was managing certain things, I was carrying so much, so many, a lot of burden that I actually didn't need to carry. You know, I was dealing with issue with with a block that, a stumbling block. That I actually didn't need to deal with. You know, I was too young to deal with all of what I was dealing with in that place. Um, so it, it was it, it was a lot of that. It was a lot of that, and this episode has been really long. Um, but I just really it just really was impressing my heart. This point, I'm like, you know what? Let me just record this and no more running away from it. Um, but this is for everyone who has gone through a difficult season and is going through a difficult season you know you're on your path to blooming i'm not here to say that oh i've got everything That's is perfect i've made all the money back oh i'm married i'm no i'm not i'm not there yet i'm still on the path you know i'm still on the path sometimes it's hard sometimes it's lonely sometimes it's difficult but the holy spirit keeps on strengthening me god is giving me strength he's giving me fresh perspective i'm seeing how in the real essence like everything that i lost or everything that was taken away from me it was because god wants to give me better and i'm seeing it i mean i was talking about how my team is doing like i just i mentioned it earlier they're doing so great but i couldn't have the, i couldn't have had this good team now this great team now, if i didn't lose that other team you know and sometimes you don't have to lose things to get better that's the truth but everybody's part is different, everybody's part is different, our layers of pride, the layers of, 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 of things that have to be taken out of our life is different, for some people it might not be as much, you know, God knew the amount of stubbornness, of pride, of, of arrogance, of, you know, that I had in my heart, and this entire journey, like, I was broken, I, like, God humbled me, literally humbled me. <laughs> It literally humbled me and it's still humbling me. I'm still on that journey. Some days it's like I'm full of joy. I'm happy. I'm excited because I know what the future holds. I know what the next two, three, four, five years of my life will look like. I don't have the clear pictures. I can't say all this where I'll be, but I can see the, the fragments. I can the fragments. I can see the results. You know, Jeremiah 29 says, I know the thoughts that I think towards you are thoughts of good and not of evil to bring you to an expected end, an end of good. So I know what the end is for me. And I'm glad that, you know, I died last year. I'm glad that that old word died. I've become become more compassionate because of what I dealt with. I've become more empathetic because now I I, I feel the pain of people because I felt that pain. I've become more more mature, more quiet, even I'm trying to change that, you know, wiser stronger more discerning and smarter for my business i am more strategic more like all of these things i probably would not have gotten it if i was just you know if god has just allowed me to continue to go in my youthful exuberance you know and everything's just going my way you know then pride like I, I wouldn't have lasted but god is building me to last he who is built by god is built to last and being built for generations to come and there is a way that I must be refined. And I'm not. this is not just me. This is for everyone listening to me. We all have uh, different moments of debt. Some of us might have faced it. Some of us are facing it. Some of us will face it. And in that moment, please be strong. Please hang on. God has not forsaken you. He's building you to last. Because of the weightiness of the things that he has called you to do. The assignment that he has placed in your life. He's building you to last. He's building you to last. He's building you to last. And you must hold forth. You must hold on. Because what is ahead is so much more. So much greater. So much more bigger than what you've ever lost. Than what you've ever lost. I'm not here to preach. But, yup. Oh my goodness. This wasn't so bad. (laughs) It wasn't so bad being transparent and vulnerable. Um... But yeah, this is what I have for us today um, in the first episode. This is my blooming story. This is what the past one year has been for me. And I have bloomed through it all. You know, when I think about my work now, like, I'm like, what? Like, and I even feel like I'm not even started. Like, I'm still dealing, I'm still collecting some L's yeah and yeah, And I'm like, you know, God is still, I'm, God is still announcing me. He's still preparing me for my generation. Like, I mean, I'm, God is still starting, but... I look at what God has done now and I'm thankful, I'm thankful, I'm thankful, you know, with every other thing, I'm still on that part, you know, sometimes my heart feels heavy, sometimes, you know, my heart feels, you know, it it feels lonely, you know, but it's a journey, you know, life is a journey, life is a journey and, you know, it gets better, for everyone it gets better it gets better thank you so much for listening to this episode i know it was a long one all the episodes in this season are actually going to be long because the interviews i have are pretty long i'm going to break some of them into two parts um from the next set of episodes i'm going to be having guests on the show so you don't want to miss it you want to you know subscribe um you know sign up to our blooming place newsletter and just be ready to get like you know all the information the latest podcast the newsletters every everything thank you so much for listening again my name is rhoda aguanigo you can find me on instagram at rhoda aguanigo if you have any questions if you know you want to share if you're going through something similar you just want someone to pray with you or just you know speak with you or just share with you um, please you can send me a dm i'll be so glad to just you know connect and um you know just really um you know you're not going through it alone Um, do what I can you know what God helps me to do thank you so much everyone for listening have a lovely lovely morning, afternoon, evening, night whatever time it is that you're listening to this bye